Good morning. Thank you for joining this morning. Being aware of awareness meditation. You'll hear three bells, one in just a moment, one in 30 minutes, and then the final bell in 60 minutes. So as usual, just kind of allow the attention, allow the body to become present. And paradoxically, it's often most effective to do that by noticing where it's been. Noticing what the thoughts have been. What the focus has been on. What the doings and the comings and the goings have been. And that allows us to really become present to what's here now. What is swimming around in our conscious awareness right now? Of course, maybe thoughts about what we have to get done later, what we should be doing now. Maybe something like, you know, do you even have time to do this right now? Should you be doing something different? Is mind telling you, this is not the moment. Is mind creating some different moment? And then wrapping around that expectation, a narrative of a you that could be attending to that and then maybe suggesting how you'd feel less guilty, less dissatisfied, less antsy. Maybe something a little more subtle. Like, I wonder how this is going to go, you know, making some reference to yesterday's meditation or last week's or some other cherished time or some other non preferred time. Mine, mine could be saying something about a, a dud meditation you had. Let this not be like that. So we just check in with that voice that just constantly runs, that how am I doing, how am I doing? Oh no, not so well, voice. Likewise, we can check in with the body. Areas of 
holding. And perhaps saturate the body. Not just attention, not just a glance, but attending energy. Something in the body calling to that noticing, that breathing into, that relaxing. Perhaps we just allow the breath to take on a little longer, more languid presence in the body. And perhaps we just pause just a little moment on the turnaround between the inhalation. Exhalation. Kind of notice the view from there. Notice the perch, the perspective. What can be seen? What can be felt? What's available to be intuited? Maybe we notice the very first place the breath comes in, first place of movement. For some, it'll right away be the tip of the nose, just the very tip of the nose. For others, it'll be just a rib, just the noticing of the subtle opening in the chest. It expands. Allowing the body to be filled like a balloon. And you can notice how naturally attention just rides shotgun in the breath.
how effortlessly the body just spreads the chest a little wider, making all those little micro adjustments. How the belly just takes in all the air, takes in the fullness of the inhalation. And I'm like, do, do we exhale or, or does the body just kind of know exactly what's happening? It's almost like the breath knows the way. Maybe we just take a few moments to just marvel at, at this life-giving process. Like if this weren't happening, life wouldn't be here right now. And yet it's happening. It's so seemingly normal and unremarkable. And yet without it happening, it would be the most remarkable non-fact of the moment.
we're just noticing. The abundance, seemingly unending amount of oxygen. We can't see it. The body knows it's there. It fills the body up. And what comes out is not the same as what goes in, right? There's all those processes, conversions. Every breath is literally a miracle of biology and chemistry. A miracle of life. Life, giving life to life. life, sustaining life and life. In this, in this giving of life, it's continuous, isn't it? It's just constantly renewing itself. And in five minutes, when we forget about breathing and paying attention to it, <laughs> body breathes us, life breathes us. It, it, it always has, all of our days, and it will continue to, until it doesn't. <laughs> So as we inhale, we can, we can realize that the breath of life is entering us, just as it entered Adam in the Garden of Eden, just as it entered Buddha, just as it entered Jesus. We could just list every single saint and sage. And this was the process of life. This is how life gave life. This is how life lived them. This is how life lives. So just, you know, allowing to, to the welcoming and our conscious awareness of the fact that in this moment, we are not just witnesses to life. We aren't just participants in life. 
we are is the life-giving process. Life is living us. Breath is breathing us. Creation is creating us. And the breath and the way it comes in is absorbed or not absorbed. And all the little micro movements, it's, it's so, so complex. And yet, like one of the simplest things in all the world. It's expansion and contraction, isn't it? It's coming and going. Arising and falling. You know, and as kind of miraculous and as gorgeous as that is, <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> there's something else going on the whole time too, right? And so the question that we ask ourselves is, what knows this? What sees this? What notices this? observe this. So the fairly simple to see that that which observes it is not the breath. You can Try this out. You can hold your breath a few moments. That which sees it is still right there. It doesn't require breath to come in and out in any moment. The awareness, the consciousness, the knowingness in which breath arises. Very present, is it not? I dare say it's closer than our breath, that awareness, that knowingness. It's not just breath, right? Whatever we are experiencing, we are aware of. Being aware is the constant element 
all experience, every experience. The experiences change, right? The thoughts and the feelings and the perceptions. They're not the same as they were five minutes ago, or five hours ago, or five days ago. But being there, exactly the same. It's the only element of experience that never changes. And the purpose of these meditations is always the same. We welcome everything that arises. We accept it. We don't try to change things. We don't try to change us. We don't try to get anywhere new, be anyone different. We don't do anything. And in letting everything be just as it is, we get glimpses into noticing what notices that. What's aware of that? So breath rises and falls. Your feet are exactly wherever they are. Awareness knows that. Your back's against the surface. That's an awareness. The room you're in, you don't have to open your eyes to be aware of your surroundings, do you? And this, this notion that, that something's difficult or that it's inaccessible is just, it's just not so. The experience of being aware isn't something esoteric or something to be achieved. It's by what, through what, and in what, in what these words arise. You can just ask, am I aware? Pause, check in.
we can notice that awareness is self-aware. You didn't train this awareness to notice itself. It came like this. <laughs> it's like one of the inherent properties. quite apart from awareness being something kind of esoteric. Is it not the most familiar, most intimate experience that is constantly present? when you ask, is awareness present? And just look, boom, yes. We don't need to journal. We don't need to go read something. You know, there's no like talking it over with someone just to get clear. And there's just this automatic, is awareness here? Yes, that's it. In that pause, we become aware being aware. So the only price of admission is wanting to know, <laughs> remembering to ask, circling back around. So we ask, am I aware? How far did we have to go? How hard did we have to look? The experience of being aware isn't something buried in the depths, read about, you know, kind of unearthed after practice and study and it's It's our essential nature. And it's, it's, it's the constant. And it becomes perfectly clear. <laughs> the, goal, the goal isn't to make awareness better. <laughs> it's not a DIY project, right? It's not, you know, we're not mailing away for the home kit and trying to build one ourselves. Like, this is it. And we can notice the openness, the presence, the alertness. of this awareness here. This witnessing presence.
and just allow a little time to confirm that for ourselves. It's not a matter of taking my word or anyone's word for it. The invitation is to check in with your own direct experience. Confirm it for yourself, in yourself, by yourself, to yourself, for yourself. So by the simple, like elegant, not difficulty, excuse me, not difficult. Like if this were a, if this was the Olympics, this would not have a 9.7 difficulty rating, right? All we did is turn attention around from the habitual outward focus on objects arising in consciousness, right? Sound of a duck, sound of a car, feeling of my shoulder, my jaw, back on the chair, the breath. Turn attention around from the objects of consciousness to what sees it. To what does that sound arise? By what is that sound known? And with that U-turn, right, with that inward focus, we notice awareness is right here. Am I aware? Yep. How do you know? Frankly, I have no idea, but I know I know. It's just self-confirming. Are you imagining it or are you sure? Are you just wanting it to be there? Or is it just like right there? Awareness is present. 
And again, worth just kind of walking ourselves through. How far did we have to go? How hard did we have to look? Here's the thing is, you know, mind may say, you know, I'm looking at the an awareness and you're looking at the you awareness. Really? Are we all not asking the exact same question? Is awareness present? And is not awareness answering all of the seemingly us's? We go to the same place, ask the same question, get the same immediate answer. It's exactly the same experience, the same knowingness, the same certainty. And that's not because Anne's really good at awareness or because you've just gotten the hang of it. <laughs> See, like mind wants to make up the separate you. That's either not got it, you just don't get it. Or, oh God, you got it. You can see how mind already starts to just kind of just, just kind of tiptoe back into the scene. And without perhaps us even being conscious, kind of projects a, a me doing this, a you doing this. So there'd be a, a this awareness, right? Looking at awareness, confirming it. And then there'd be a you. A second thing, a separate thing. You can notice whether that's that's what's present. It's the kind of the working theory. That's how mind has set it up. So we can look again. Is awareness present? Yes. So where, where are you? Where's this you that knows of presence, that knows of awareness? And we look in there for this separate me. This independent entity. Look for the you on whose behalf awareness is claimed to have been found. The you who's on, the, on whose behalf anger is felt and held onto and, and sadness is you know, kind of inflicted upon. You know, so we have many, many versions of this separate us that either endures or enjoys what life brings. But this is a perfect moment to, to look in our own direct experience, whether we find that separate self.
and equally important is to notice what we do find. We, we don't find just, we can say the word nothingness, emptiness, openness, but is it a dead emptiness, openness, nothingness, nothingness? Or is it quite alive, robust, vital? And, and Muji often said, you know, awareness alone does not have attributes and characteristics per se, but he said, you know it by its perfume. My awareness, the searchlight, the one that does the looking, lands on awareness that from which everything is seen and known and experienced, that witnessing presence. The perfume that arises is contentedness, rest, ease, sense of stillness. Peace. Moments of pure being. A sense of wide open welcoming, right? Open heartedness. A knowingness of love. Not a love for this or for that, and not this and not that, but this wide open, fearless welcoming, bring it on, bring it through, let it be kind of love. We can check to see are there, are there conditions that have to be met for this love? Does it need to be some certain way and not some certain other way? Or is there a sense of wholeness, completeness, intactness? Not a sense that every little thing gonna be okay, 
but every little thing can only be okay. Objects will rise and fall, expand and contract in this ocean of awareness. And awareness, we witness it all. Be present for every bit of it. Let the its come and the its go. according to their own gig. This love, this awareness, right? Can you sense any demands in it? It's gotta be this, can't be that. How about any needs? Is there, is there anything missing? Is it both utterly empty and so wide and so open and so welcoming that it allows the fullness of chaos to rage on and rage through? No resistance, just more welcome. Could anything arise in awareness that could disrupt awareness's peace, contract awareness's openness, invoke awareness's all welcome stance?
as we kind of look right at this open. Empty, loving, welcoming, still, peaceful. Awareness. And look back and see if the mind has kind of inserted a little you in there again. You are doing awareness so well today. You are nailing this awareness thing. Or, ooh, God, you had this before. You lost it. You got it back now, but are you going to lose it again? Is mind starting to chatter in the background? And can that very readily be seen as an object rising in awareness. Much like the birds that fly by. And you can hear them as they're overhead. And as they continue to fly off into the distance, the sound kind of fades with them. But it is those sounds, sounds of birds, sounds of mind, sounds of cars, that come and go <laughs> constantly. <laughs> and can we notice that none of them affect awareness? Awareness doesn't hope the birds will come back and the cars will go away. When we look for ourselves, do we find any preferences? Does awareness make any demands? Is there anything, like it might not be a demand, but it would sure make awareness more happy if X or Y were here, or A or B left. Can we confirm that that's just not the way it works? With this witnessing presence, this aliveness, this awareness, this essence just is and is and is and in so doing and being, everything else is allowed to is and is for as long as it is. It's the dance of the is. It allows the arising of everything. Resist the arising of nothing. And in so doing is both utterly full and undeniably empty.
I'll share with you one of the many amazing transcendent verses of the Tao Te Ching. This is verse 25. There was something formless and perfect before the universe was born. It is serene, empty, solitary, unchanging, infinite, eternally present. It is the mother of the universe. For lack of a better name, I call it the Tao. It flows through all things, inside and outside, and returns to the origin of all things. And this is verse 25. There was something formless and perfect before the universe was born. 
it is serene, empty, solitary, unchanging, infinite, eternally present. It is the mother of the universe. For lack of a better name, I call it the Tao. It flows through all things, inside and outside, and returns to the origin of all things. So what if nothing, not one thing, has ever happened to you? What if everything, every single thing, has happened in you? Just waves and waves and waves of what is crashing on the shore of what is seen by what is. <laughs> 